With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Awesome. The music worked and it didn't glitch on me and we're live. Robin, welcome back to Drive Through. How are you doing this week? I am good. I am uh I'm glad to be at the drive through. It's not my typical you know, lately I've been going to the drive through daiquiri shop a lot, so this is a different <laughs> kind of drive through. We don't we don't have drive through daiquiri shops in Florida. That's one 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 civil part of Louisiana that we haven't co opted yet. They should do that one of these days, but it's just uh yeah. Um so yeah, it, this is Michael and, and my co-host Robin, and we're we're here on, on this week's show on Drive Through, which I guess is happening on Thursday, April 8th. Um, it's a rescheduled show from last week because our our trusty Blog Talk Radio wasn't so trusty last week, and we weren't <laughs> able to get our connected to our guest. But but he was kind enough to reschedule, and and we're, we've got him back. And so I'd like to welcome Bill Giannoukas. Bill, welcome to Drive Through HR. How are you today? I'm doing great, Michael. Thanks for having me. And uh, no worry about rescheduling technology and being at home. Uh, you know, it's always fitting sometimes. <laughs> yeah, this week it's it. Yeah, we have no we have no weirdness. We have no static. We have no thumping or mysterious noises. So it you know this this, this doesn't happen all the time. It's one of the all the moons alive. A live show. So so Bill, just before we went live, we were talking about where we're from. Where are you from? So uh, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, grew up here. I've uh, been trying to hide my accent most of my life, but uh, yeah, our company's <laughs> also headquartered in Cambridge, so right over the river. Okay, yeah, so I love I love to visit Boston. It's one of my favorite cities to come visit. Uh, I used to want to live there, and then I figured out it was a lot warmer in Florida in the in the uh, in the winters. So I abandoned sure my dream and then it came sure down is. south. Turns out to be a lot more user friendly for me. Listen, for the benefit See, I love of those, uh, the listeners, um, why don't you tell folks who you are and where, sure. what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Bill Janukas. I'm the CEO and co-founder of GoodPath. Uh, GoodPath is a virtual integrative health company. Uh, this is a third company I co-founded. Uh, it's the first one oh. in healthcare. The last two were in the telecom space, and uh, we're a mission-driven company uh, based on uh, trying to improve the quality of life for all our members. Great. Um, a ser- a you- serial entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. So, so off the off the script question. We don't really follow a specific script, but we do have some loaded up questions, so our guests can can think about it. How do you switch from telecom to healthcare? Yeah, great question. So. Um, during my last startup, uh, I had a personal tragedy where my mom was diagnosed with stage four lung and brain cancer. And mm-hmm. when we were originally going through what we're going to do, what you need to do is find out what the primary source of cancer is. And they were going to go after the lung originally, but found out that it was too close to an artery, so they were going to go after the brain. 
And I was worried about that. I didn't know anything about, you know, brain surgery for cancer. And the surgeon told me, Bill, don't worry. It's, uh, the cancer is near the edge. It should be no problem uh, getting to it. And then being an engineer and problem solver, I said, what's next? They said, well, the only thing we can do for brain cancer is whole brain radiation. And Michael and Robin, I never heard of whole brain radiation. But I've had had a cut in my hand. And when I put warm water on it, it hurts. So I asked Hmm. them the logical question, how soon after she has brain surgery can she start whole brain radiation? And he didn't know. And he said, that's not my special, that's someone else's. So a couple of hours before the surgery, I grabbed the person responsible, the oncologist. And the surgeon had prepped her and said, hey, Bill, I have a couple of questions. She goes, Bill, good news. Uh, your mom can start whole brain radiation six to eight weeks after the surgery. And I said, why is that good news? And she said, well, typically brain cancer is a very slow moving. Well, what that oncologist didn't know was we actually had a scan from six weeks earlier because my mother also had tinnitus. And when they scanned her brain, she had no cancer. And now just six weeks later, she had eight lesions in her brain. When I gave her that information, she, I turned to her and go, will my mom even be alive six to eight weeks from now to start whole brain radiation? And she turned to me and she said, no, she won't be. So I asked her, why are we going down this path? And she's like, yeah, we shouldn't be. This is the wrong path. My mom got lucky. She had uh, you know, someone who cared for her and a problem solver that uh, was able to stop a negative outcome from happening. But as a developer, as a technologist, uh, I'm like, why didn't the surgeon have a big red X on his screen saying, this is the worst possible outcome? Hmm. We were able to get my mom out of that hospital group. Got her, uh, was able to find a surgeon to go after the lung cancer. Within a week, she started whole brain radiation. She ended up surviving 27 months uh, versus, you know, six to eight weeks. And that was the genesis of me wanting to do something in healthcare uh, Mm -hmm. and really have a mission-driven approach, which is, you know, improve quality of life. Um, so that's a little bit of the genesis of how I went from telecom into healthcare. That's, that, that's, a, very, uh, that's a very compelling story. Uh, Robin and I did a show a while back. Uh, Bill, uh, we both have experience with our, our parents, elder care, some dementia issues. So different kind, you know, different kind of thing, but find very much the same issue as a consumer uh, you know, of, of services trying to help you, help people in your family, uh, healthcare is disjointed. They don't always, one hand, left hand doesn't always work, right hand is doing. Yep. Um, you know, it just, um, and it just, you know, even though we, we have all these tools and software and associations and everything, it, it's still kind of broken, uh, probably in a big way. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that's part of, what, part of what, you know, given what you just said and then somewhat, some of what else we're going to talk about, I think that leads into it. So why don't you, why don't uh-huh. you, why don't you start with Good Path and sort of, you know, when you say mission driven, why don't you tell us what the mission is and kind of, you know, where, where, where you're going with that? Yes. So me and my previous co-founder, Carl, uh, partnered up with Dr. Aquafayed up here in National Hospital, good friend of ours, cardiologist, Harvard training. And when we uh, when we started this company, we said, how can we be impactful? We're really good as a team of taking complex problems and making them really simple for consumers. And looking at the U.S. healthcare space, you know, the system is designed with one goal in mind, and that's to extend life at all costs. So the insurance companies, the healthcare institutions, and the PCPs are all aligned around, you know, extending life, and that's our goal. So if you're dealing with a chronic condition, if you're dealing with diabetes, cardiac disease, cancer, 
you're getting the best care in the world. You're getting the best doctors, the best systems, and someone to look out for you. But if you have a chronic condition that does not affect life expectancy, but only affects quality, quality of life, you're typically left to your own ability to manage your care. If you have neck pain, back pain, digestive issues, you are seeing your PCP once a year, probably for less than 30 minutes, and they're giving you either a prescription or to go see somebody else. And that ultimately leads to you being your own manager of your own care. Like, this is a huge problem. The U.S. system is underserving this population. And when you look at the three conditions that we're tackling, we see that over 75% of all adults are suffering from these conditions on a yearly basis. And there's not currently a system in place to solve these problems. They are typically frustrated. They're disjointed, as you said earlier, Michael. They're not getting a single point of care. And the outcomes are really poor. So we launched GoodPath um, on a mission to improve quality of life. And we're doing that by tackling three very large conditions in care today. That is MSK, musculoskeletal, so you can think of everything from neck pain, back pain, joint pain, digestive issues and then insomnia and stress. So those are our three big clusters that we're focused on, and uh, we're really excited to have built these amazing programs that allow people to get amazing outcomes uh, after being part of the Good Path programs. Hmm. Hmm. Robin, go, go ahead. Yeah, no, you know, it, it, it's interesting because, um, uh, you know, as I was reading up on Good Path and what, and, and what you all work on, um, that, you know, a condition like uh, really any MSK conditions, but, you know, back pain, things like that, um, it just really struck me as that is, that's like the perfect example of a condition, I think back over, especially in certain industries I've worked in, where we had such a large number of employees that probably had chronic back pain, and it went, and and their jobs just exacerbated it, and mm-hmm. it's one of those things that so often is kind of like you know it's kind of like poo pooed you know oh come on suck it up you know put a put a heating pad on tonight and you know get over mm-hmm. it you know mm-hmm. your body's worn mm-hmm. out you know from the job um, why when we look at kind of those muscle musculoskeletal um, disorders and and pains and aches and things like that why why do things like um, you know, some of those chronic conditions like back pain. Um, why, why is that, why do we not address that? You know, why yeah. has that not been yeah. believed sometimes? Yeah, great question. So we've actually partnered up with a couple of primary care uh, groups here in the Boston area. And the PCPs are actually sending us their patients. And hmm. it's not our core business, but we're doing it because we're running studies with them. And they're sending us their patients because these types of conditions require more than a single office visit or a single yeah. prescription to an opioid. They require yeah. what we call an integrated approach to care, something that is multimodal and looks at the whole person and not just necessarily the condition. So when we're talking about back pain, we can start off with physical therapy and exercise. But we also should be mm-hmm. looking at their diet. Are they overweight? Are they eating inflammatory um, uh, goods that, you know, even if they're uh, at their BMI is perfect and they're healthy, they still might be consuming things that are creating inflammation. We should also look at their mind-body. Are they dealing with stress? 
is the stress manifesting itself in more pain. And we also look at finally, what are they dealing with? What sort of behaviors are they doing repeatedly that are causing these issues? And we try to improve on those. That mm-hmm. takes a lot of coordination and handholding. And typically, mm-hmm. these physicians, which uh, are not necessarily trained in this integrative approach, don't have the time to deal with them. And they're sending us their patients. And within three to four months, these patients are coming back and their pain scores are way down but also their behavioral health scores are, have been improved because we think they mm-hmm. go hand in hand. Your uh, well-being, your mental health is directly correlated to the physical problems that you have and vice versa, right? When you improve the mental health, you improve the physical uh, outcomes of your body. Your body heals itself better. When you improve the, uh, when you reduce pain, your mental health scores go up. So we definitely see mm-hmm. them as being part of the whole person care. Ultimately, I think it comes down to time and not necessarily having the right time, uh, the amount of time necessary for you to get the care you need. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. So your your customers, Bill, are, are companies, right? HR teams, yeah. companies. Um, how, yeah. do you, how do you guys work with our, with our brethren and sisters, in, uh, if you will, in <laughs> HR? How do you work with our colleagues? And how, you know, how, how, does, how does that develop with good path? Yeah, great question. So we partner up with the benefits teams at uh, large HR companies. And uh, we offer good path as an employer-paid health care benefit. So what we do is we work with them to come up with the creative, the marketing internally to employees. And employees self-select into using GoodPath as a solution. So what we see is we'll launch uh, on uh, one week. We'll send out an email to the entire employee base. And people that are suffering from these conditions raise their hand, come on board, and begin um, our medical assessment. So we have a really uh, uh, custom medical assessment that's proprietary to us that's been built through more than 10 expertises in the medical field. So we built this assessment using physical therapists, nutritionists, pain management doctors, behavioral therapists. And you come on board as an employee and go through this test, this assessment. And no two assessments are alike. If you score high on depression scores, we'll open up more questions around your behavioral health. If you start saying that you have diet issues, there'll be more diet questions. But at the end of the assessment, we have enough information to create an individualized program for you that deals with that whole person care. Employees enroll, and they now have access to the program for an entire year. They get paired up with a coach, a medical expert, Hmm. takes them through this journey, um, helps them when they have issues, answers questions for them, and is a conduit between any questions they might have and the rest of our medical team. And people typically sign up for the program, stay on board for three to four months, go through our entire program, and then ultimately we look to see improvement in their medical scores. And that's really what's been exciting for our user base. We've had over uh, 82% in uh, improvement, which is statistically significant improvement in quality of life. And that's what excites us, what motivates us. And being that mission-driven company, it's really why we're doing this. And some of the outcomes have been amazing. We had an, um, an employee and one of the world's largest travel companies reached out to us a couple of weeks ago and he said, hey, thank you for launching with our, uh, with our employer. Started the program in January. Had back pain for eight years. 
his scores were like six or seven out of 10 in, in pain. And after being in our program for three months, uh, they're down to a one or a two, which is a significant improvement in quality of life. It could be the difference between not being able to bend over to tie your shoes to be able to do a five-mile walk. And hmm. this person actually said, I would like to be a testimonial for my entire company. I would like to speak to everybody else on how great these programs are. That's really what drives us and excites us as a company. Hmm. I'm interested, what, what have you seen, um, you know, kind of from a – I guess a big data picture, um, obviously more so than an individualized thing. What have you seen um, over the past year? Um, in in you know, as we've all lived through um, shutdowns and mm-hmm. added stress and all mm-hmm. of the things that have come with with the pandemic, um, did you see um, you know kind of a rise in people? experiencing perhaps some of these these conditions for the first time? Did you see them getting worse? Um, yeah, great question. And, and how have companies kind of reacted to that then? Have, have you seen more companies kind of take note of we need to, we need to address these things holistically? Yeah, I'm going to answer that in two ways. We look at our data and we analyze it for trends, um, not only for how the market is doing, but also how to improve our programs. And it's yeah. a continuous learning where we'll get new data, the, uh, we will react to that data and improve our assessment and introduce new programs. What we saw since last March is a significant uptick in behavioral health issues. Mm. Uh, people are more tired, they're not sleeping well, um, mm. they are more stressed, and that's been manifesting in uh, probably a higher level of concern throughout the other conditions that they're suffering. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, at the office, they call me Dr. Giannoukas, which is not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> we have our, our medical team, which is the doctors. But um, from what we understand, it because it's all related, because your mental health um, will manifest itself in creating more issues, we expect yeah. to see a rise. Externally, we've actually just published a study uh, on GoodPath. It was an MSK report um, that we predict the cost of MSK-related treatments will increase 38% this calendar year wow. deferment in care. Just simple wow. deferment. Yeah. Not, in, not in the double additive, the additional layer of where there'll be more structure for more issues. Just people not doing their treatments, not going to their physical therapy, not talking to their behavioral therapist. We believe that we're going to see a huge uptick and the industry is already starting to recognize that. I think employers know they're having behavioral health issues. I think employers have seen an increase in MSK issues as people transition to working at home, not necessarily mm-hmm. having the right equipment in place. So there's multiple reasons why some of these conditions have increased. Digestive issues are up. Also, uh, employers have been raising their hand, hey, we've never seen data in the digestive issues come in our reports, and we've seen that. We think it's all related um, to the additional stress uh, that you know COVID has uh, done on the U.S. society. So yeah, there's, there's multiple data showing that, you know, there'll be an increase that our own personal data has shown an increase. Um, and we're looking, I think the innovative employers are looking to get ahead of it. What can we mm-hmm. do to offset this cost? What can we do to, you know, lack of a better term, flatten the curve um, that we've seen uh, and we expect to rise going forward in some of these conditions? Great mm-hmm. Um, 
this this question isn't on the list, um, and I'm I'm by no means asking you to like list out a, a, a quote or anything, but can you can you kind of walk us through maybe the your value proposition, if you will, how you how you position yourself from a, a, a you know kind of a cost and and cost and benefit analysis for one of your clients? Absolutely. So um, there's two reasons why clients typically get us. One is because um, they're aware of their high cost of care for these conditions, and they know their claims data. They understand how expensive it is, and they are trying to uh, get an ROI based on when we sell them the programs, they do an analysis at the end of the year and seeing that our programs have shown a positive ROI. I have reduced claims data and have reduced pharmacy spend. That's one mm-hmm. of the reasons people come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, the other reason is that they're in a competitive space and they are having a tough time retaining or attracting new talent. And millennials, so everybody who's less than 41 years of age now, are demanding an integrative care, uh, an integrative approach to care. That I think the stats were released that 90% of them believe that an integrative multimodal approach is more likely to improve their outcome. And they want to offer innovative solutions that can attract and retain their employees. That's really why people are coming to us. I would say 50-50 right now. You know, 50-50 are like, hey, people are looking to reduce their cost. This is a great opportunity. We think the outcomes are going to be great. We have proven case studies that have shown that. And then there's the other percent that's saying, hey, we had, we heard one of our employees is, is going through this, or they told us and mentioned about you, or we heard you from one of our brokers, and we're really interested in providing cutting-edge solutions. And that would be probably the other 50% that we want to with today. Yeah. Um, we're we're jumping around on some of the questions. Um, so this is Michael. Our, I'm going to just do a quick reset, Bill. This is Michael and Robin. We're we're talking to our guest today, who's Bill Giannoukas. He's the CEO of GoodPath, which is a company that works in the healthcare industry. And we're talking about integrative care. We have about eight and a half minutes left. Um, so Robin, I, I don't know. You want to pick up a question here? Um, yeah, you know, and 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 Bill, you kind of referenced this a little bit, but um, what are you seeing, and you know, what are you hearing, and and so you're getting feedback from your 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 clients, your users, your end users. You're getting, you're talking to brokers, you're talking to healthcare professionals. Um, what are, um, you know, in addition to sort of this holistic approach to to healthcare, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the other benefits that you hear employees saying they value or they're looking for um, mm. when it comes to something that their employer can provide for them? Yeah, so we believe that um, benefits that can be done remotely have been a big request this past year. Mm, yeah. Right? Some digital therapeutics, uh, the ability to do remote home testing. Um, anything that can be done from your home versus actually physically going to see a healthcare professional. I think that's really resonated in the market mm-hmm. here. Uh, one of the things that we do with our programs is um, the, we provide all the content online, so we're, you can do it from the company of your home. But we're very unique with our product offering because for every single person uh, who becomes a member of one of our programs, they actually get a physical box shipped to their house every month. When they sign up, we ship them a box with everything they need to do the program, to begin the program. That might include a TENS device. That's uh, something that you can physically put on your body to 
to reduce pain. It might include a posture corrector. Um, it could include some nighttime tea if you're having difficulty sleeping. So depending on the program that you have, we ship you a box to your house. And then every month, we give you an updated box of everything you need. You know, um, hmm. Month two, you might have seen that there is some sort of uh, patch that we gave you that didn't get the acute pain relief you needed to, to go through the exercises. We might ship you something else. It's been great for us because these boxes are different. And what I mean by that is for other programs, we say a great email rate has 20% open rate. A great push notification or SMS has a 60% open rate. A beautiful white box shipped to your house every month has 100% open rate. Mm. And what's great about these is every month that someone's in the program, when they get that next box, they re-engage in the program more than just the week before. You'll see an uptick in talking to their coach. You will see them using the digital content more often. And we think that's the reason why we have such great outcomes. A program is only as good as the person is staying in the program and completes the program. So for us, these physical boxes being shipped to their home is a game changer, is a differentiator mm -hmm. that ultimately leads to amazing outcomes. And we haven't seen anybody else do something like this in the space. Part of our DNA, um, you know, uh, me and my co-founder sold our last company to Wayfair. We spent two years there running their global product management organization. We understood the power of receiving packages in your house and how people feel. And we have yeah. an e-commerce and warehouse background that allowed us to build out um, that part of the solution, which is very difficult. And not a lot of other companies are doing in this digital healthcare space. Truly, mm -hmm. I don't know anybody else who's doing that in the healthcare space. No, I, I like that. Yeah, it's the first As I'm sitting here waiting for a a package delivery today, so I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess w one question, so, I, I, and I think I threw this question on the list. Um, you know, you hear a lot about pre-existing conditions, and, of course, that's been somewhat reduced by ACA and other things. Um, but what's the difference? In, in, I, I mean, I think I know the difference, but I guess, Bill, some of these things overlap. What's the difference between um, pre-existing conditions and, and people not being able to get treated for that versus the exclusion of some of these conditions that you talked about, especially at the opening of the show? Are they, are they one and the same? Are they treated differently? I mean, I guess, you know, what can people do to kind of deal with that stuff? That's interesting. So to be honest, I don't feel like I, I'm an expert enough in that space to answer that, Mike, uh, Michael. Um, That's fine. I will, I will tell you from our standpoint, when we uh, have an employee come and take our assessment, um, we don't provide care to everybody who finishes the assessment. About 5% of the people that finish the assessment, we don't deem that they are going to have a benefit for our program. And there's two reasons why. One is they're screening for something more critical. We will tell them this. We will tell them to reach out to their healthcare professional okay. um, because it's more urgent. The other reason is we call them the worry dwell. There are people that really don't have these conditions but are more concerned about them developing these conditions. So we don't focus on those people either. So our expertise is do no harm, make sure that we can help all the people that are in our program, and we think that, you know, 45 to 5% of the people that are coming on board will actually say, stop, this is not the right solution for you, please look for care elsewhere. And with some employers, they're okay using our default message. With others, we'll actually route them to some sort of, you know, 
um, instant solution or someone that they can talk to immediately. So I think that's, from our standpoint, that's how we look at that space. How the industry looks at that, I'm definitely not the right person to speak to. Yeah, about. no, I, I, and I appreciate that. I, I understand it was, you know, sometimes it's, you know, I, I get curious to poke around the edges sometimes. Yeah. Um, Rob, <laughs> we have about, we have about two and by the way, like, like I said, I, I go by Dr. Giannoukas. If I give you any medical uh, advice, please take it with a grain of salt. Um, definitely don't take anything that I'm saying as uh, gospel when it comes to medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Playing a lawyer on TV. We have just just two minutes left, Robin. You want to you want to take us out? Sure. Yeah. So, um, Bill, thank you so much for for joining us today. Great uh, great conversation. Obviously, we have a link to um, to Good Path on the um, on the episode um, page. But why don't you um, share with our listeners how they can connect with you or find you online? Yeah, well, like the link is great. So if you come to goodpath.com and you're an employer, just click on the employer tab. I think one of the interesting aspects, if you're an employer, if you're a broker, if you're in the space, really go through our Learn Center. We have a tremendous Mm. amount of research and a tremendous amount of articles um, that are really useful and add value and really help form your 2022 uh, strategies and planning. Like I said, our MSK research uh, study was amazing. We've had a lot of positive feedback on that. But our case studies are also fantastic. And if anybody's looking to reach out to me directly, Robin, they can just email me at bill at goodpath.com. Any, uh, any social media accounts, uh, Bill? Uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can find GoodPath on every social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and personally, my one is I'm Bill Giannoukas on all those platforms. Michael, having a very unique last name, it's been pretty easy getting that on every social platform. Yeah. We, t- we talked about that one, earlier. One one advantage of a long, hard-to-spell last name with too many vowels in it. I'll, I'll agree with sure. you there. For sure. Listen, I, on that note, I want to thank you for c- coming on the show, Bill, and also to uh, giving us the grace to reschedule. We really appreciate that. And I'm going to say goodbye because we're going to be out of time in just 10 seconds. So thanks a lot. Talk to everyone Absolutely. next week. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.